0: This is a ghost story from Sweden. Now, there was two gypsy families. And one family had a son and the other had a daughter. And they were both very beautiful people. And the two of them have loved each other since they were children. They played together and then they walked together hand in hand. They loved each other deeply. Now, one day, the boy's father went to the other family. They were different clans, you see. So he went to the other clan, and he went to see the girl's father, and he asked for her hand in marriage for his son. But the other old, chipsy father, he looked at him, and he thought of this boy. He knew him well, of course, and he thought, Hmm... "'He's not much of a catch for my daughter. "'With her beauty, she could get anyone.' "'So he said no. "'No, he didn't give his consent for the two to be married. "'Well, the old man went away unhappily, "'told his son, who was really, really upset.' The old man went back again and tried a second time, but still the girl's father said no. He tried a third time, he tried even a fourth and a fifth time, but to no avail. No, his daughter was destined for better things than his son. Well, it came to the time when they struck camp and they all went their own ways. The one clan went one way and the other clan went the other. Now time passed. How long exactly, I don't know. Whether it was months or whether it was years, but time passed. And one night, a horse rode into the gypsy camp. A beautiful, fine, white horse. And on it was riding the young man who had been unsuccessful at getting the gypsy girl for his wife, and he was dressed in the finest clothes you could imagine. Now the girl was there, and he rode up to her, and he beckoned to her. He raised his hand out to take her. Well, she was so filled with love for this man that she stretched her hand out and he pulled her up on the horse in front of him on the saddle, and they rode away. Now, while the girl was happy, because there was her boy back again, and she loved him dearly, he never spoke to her the whole way along the road, not one word. And eventually... He stopped the horse, and the girl looked around her. But it was not a place where she wanted to be. It was not what she was expecting at all, because there they were in a graveyard. Is this where you live? she asked. Yes, said the boy and he got down off his horse, and there was an open grave waiting for them. Come, he said, come with me to your new home. Well, the girl thought, and she said, No, after you. So he went first, and then he stretched out his hand to take hers, but she said, Ah, no, I can't go to my new home dressed like this. So very slowly she started to undress. She took off her headdress first and gave it to him. And he took it, received it to put it in the bottom of the grave. Now she realized that she would have to start to spend the whole night doing this until dawn until a cock crowed so one shoe came off another shoe came off and very slowly she started to undress and then she started to tear her clothes into strips and hand one strip down, there was always a hand coming out the grave, beckoning, wanting the last of the clothes, so she would hand him a strip. He would take it down to the grave, and then the hand would be back waving again, and she would hand him another strip. Well, this went on all night, and still it wasn't light. Still the cock hadn't crowed and she tore the strips into smaller and smaller pieces, thinner and thinner strips, until eventually she stood there by the side of the grave naked. Now she had no more clothes to give him, but she took out one earring and handed it to him, and then another earring and handed it to him, and a ring of her finger. And then she remembered the pearls. She had a string of pearls around her neck. So she took them off, and she took one pearl off the string and handed it. The ghost took it, put it in the bottom of the grave. The hand was back beckoning again for more. She took another pearl off the string and handed it to him. This went on for some time. Him growing more and more impatient, the hand being waved more and more, as if to say, "Hurry up, hurry up, and come with me! Time is flying." She went. She was down to the last six perils, and then five, and then four, and then three, and then two, and the cock crowed, and suddenly the earth flowed back into the grave again, but the chipsy boy's hand was still sticking out of the grave and still beckoning to her to give him more. Well, she ran to the bell tower and she climbed up into it and she rang the bell and rang it like her life depended on it because it did. And the people from around were walking up and they came running out to see what all the commotion was. They went to the bell tower and they shouted who was up there. It's just me, just a woman, she said. But please don't come up. You see, I'm, I'm naked. And she told them the story of what had happened. And they brought her clothes. But they said, you know, lass, if you're lying to us, then you'll be in deep trouble. But she took them over to the grave, and she showed them, and there, sure enough, was the Gypsy boy's hand, and part of his arm still sticking up out of the grave. So they dug up the grave, they dug up the Gypsy boy, and they put him on a large pyre, and they burnt him to ashes, and after that he never walked again, and the girl was never pestered by his uneasy spirit.